Everybody, this is Chad Shapiro. Thankful to be here on the Digital Dive with Saba. This is being published on Saba Radio and all over the podcast and everything. And I'm here with Albert Diaz, one of the incredible digital lead. He is the digital lead of Saba, and so we're very grateful for all his work that he does. And Eric Hilgers, the storyteller, video editor machine that he's got over there. So last week, if you missed last week, get back to do whatever you got to do to go back and catch the archive because Albert was giving us some serious lessons in how to go from bunts to home runs in our photography or our video equipment from using your cell phone to stream live on Facebook to getting the cameras and kind of upgrading and how Saba can be a a hub of resources that you are outgrowing um, to be able to help support other churches. Some incredible stuff on that segment. And we are excited this segment to be turned over to Eric, who's going to be talking to us about some video things. But the whole idea of bunt to home run is don't get overwhelmed with trying to be the next biggest church on the internet. And you saw this church that was doing this thing and that thing and all this other stuff. Let's just do what we got to do, the little baby steps, and, and, and be comfortable with those baby steps. And don't be so stressed out. And don't be even afraid, before I turn it over to him, don't be afraid of failure, of messing up, whatever. These are all stepping stones. These aren't failures. These are work in progress, stepping stones for you getting better every single day. When I'm hanging around these tech geniuses, they didn't start that way. They And they're still learning every day. That's what I love about working with these guys. They're learning more and they're curious and they're digging into this and digging into that and this thing crashed and that thing goes and this, I mean, it's just part of life. And so we got to do that in our churches as well and not be overwhelmed with feeling like we're not going to be perfect because guess what? We're not going to be perfect. So mm-hmm. let's do the best we can. So uh, video editing for r- rookies like me will mess it up and jack it up left and right, right, in different ways. So um, I want to turn it over to Eric, kind of give us some basics that we can do for that on this segment. Thank you, Eric, for everything yeah. you do. Man. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much, Chad. So I, we were talking about streaming in, in the last last segment here uh, in terms of bunts cell phones would be a good bunt to video stream. If you want to get past that step, I would recommend a Nikon or Canon, like like $300 camera, something that's going to shoot HD. Uh, you want to have it a minimum of 720 because 720 is HD. Um, but if you're live streaming to Facebook or other platforms, you want to uh, try to bump it up to 1080 because when you, when you post that video or stream it on Facebook, it dumbs it down a little bit. So... Uh, I would aim for 1080 and that that Nikon cameras do that. Canon cameras do that. There's a lot of DSLR cameras that do that. Um, if you are looking to, uh, aside from streaming, if you're looking to put, like Albert said last segment, an intro or an exit or a touch up the audio, um, there's multiple softwares and multiple programs you, you can get. Um, you can start off with, even from your phone, like, like uh, iMovie on your phone, just get the app. It's like $2.99. You can, you know, throw different video clips in there, throw some intros and exits on there. So that's really inexpensive. If you, if, if you have an iPhone or Android, you can download that app. Uh, the next one, if you have, um, uh, I, so I work with a lot of Apple products. So I, I, I guess I could, I can really only speak to Apple uh, software 
um, well, I, I know the other end as well, but if, if you have an, an, an uh, a MacBook, you can get iMovie uh, or yeah, Movie Maker on your on your laptop, you know, export that footage that you recorded from your DSLR onto your laptop into your program and you can get different plugins. And that's what I use for all my video editing. I use plugins. My number one plugin site I use is LenoFX. It's L-E-N-O-F-X.com. And you can literally get um, transitions, titles, anything you want, um, pretty much anything, and just a click, drag, and drop. You still have to edit and be creative with it. But LenoFX is a great, uh, great tool to use to put those intros and exits. For audio editing, um, I use I use this program called Logic, Logic Pro. And with Logic, it's 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 like it's two, three hundred bucks. Um, that's if you're if you're looking to EQ the audio and, and make it sound really crisp. I think in terms of bunting and starting off, you don't need that. Uh, I think I mean really you could just you could just throw a filter on it from iMovie, an EQ filter from the video editing software that makes it sound pretty crisp. But um, a lot of a lot of what I do is content creation. So if we're if we're talking aside from streaming and content creation and and, and stuff of that nature, um, I would recommend Final Cut Pro. I've been using it ten years. That's that's one of my favorite programs to use. Again, it's like it's like two three hundred bucks. Um, that so I think I'm talking like home run. We gotta go back to to uh, iMovie if you if you want to start off with. Um, Something that more tangible. iMovie is great. Um, you can. Have you ever heard of a? Have you ever heard of an app called Splice? Splice. Yes, I've heard of Splice. Yeah. Okay. When I was using iMovie, and maybe it's just a rookie move. This might be even prior to Bunt. Maybe this is more like T-ball stuff. Like, uh, uh, but sometimes when I put a whole bunch of clips together on iMovie, the audio would be a little off. Just a little bit off, like mm -hmm. like, and so it it couldn't work mm -hmm. for whatever reason. When I got this Splice app and did the same thing, like the audio worked perfectly. So I don't know if you, if you ever run into that problem when you're putting like intros on and exits on, or maybe some mm -hmm. praise and worship on, and you're kind of putting multiple pieces of video together. And mm -hmm. if you ever notice yeah. that your lips are moving, but the words like yeah. behind something like that. Um, I don't know why that happened to me, and hopefully it never happens to you guys. Uh, yeah. But I, I started using Splice, to, and it doesn't do that. Yeah, I've noticed if you're shooting with, um, doesn't matter what camera you're shooting with, you, you, they have this thing called the uh, the frame rate. If, if, if you're shooting like 25p or 30p, uh, you want to make sure when you make your project file and your video editing software that it matches up the exact same. Otherwise, the audio is going to be off. And it'll lag like two seconds, and so it's just like matching up the uh, yeah the frame rate in the in post production. But Ooh, I, I, we might need a whole another lesson about that because uh, that that's that's news to me. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, you don't need to get like Albert was saying last segment. You don't need a big expensive cameras, GH4s or huge red cameras uh, if you're starting off doing streaming or creating content. You just use what you have. Uh, I mean, honestly, cell phones they shoot 4K. I mean, just just shoot on your cell phone if you're trying to create some sort of video or interview, and you know you export that or text it to yourself. Uh, hopefully, it's not like an, an hour video because that, that would be hard to text. Um, but you do that, throw it into your software, and then 
use that Leno effects or, or whatever plugin is compatible with that software. You can search them on Google or, I mean, you can ask me, I'll, I'll, I'll just shoot you the link. And yeah, you can create content from there, just literally off your iPhone. iPhone's a great, great resource, shoots 4K. And I'm constantly using my iPhone for a lot of things. A lot of pictures I take, I just, uh, I click the portrait mode on my iPhone and it takes great pictures. Sometimes better than uh, DSLR cameras and stuff like that. So um, yeah, those are just a few. I know that Albert was talking about this last week, a little bit with the audio quality. Mm -hmm. uh on the iphone so when you're doing video from your phone mm -hmm. do you have anything recommendations on the audio quality for that yeah so the program i use uh i have this thing it, it takes away all the extra ambient noise with the click of a button again that's just a plug-in um i use plugins for everything um and it takes what away all the extra it, uh, Leno effects, uh, L E N O F X com, And really it's, if you're using like I movie maker, they have certain plugins made for that software. You just have to match the right plugins for the right software. But yeah, I, I have this thing where I click it, it takes, um, out all the ambient noise. And then I would export it into, uh, my audio editing software. And that's where I EQ it. I take out the lows and raise the highs and stuff like that. That takes a little bit longer to learn but you can YouTube it. There's so many tutorials on YouTube. I think one of the biggest things in media is, is having that thirst for knowledge. Like I know I'm like, I re I hit on that a lot, but if you're wanting to stream or create content, you got to have a thirst for knowledge for it and just, and YouTube stuff and learn things or, or, or walk along some, alongside somebody that knows how to do it, that already um, is versed in it, but it's fun. I mean, you can, you can really, you can start off with anything. I, iPhone, is, is a great start moving up to Nikons or Canons for a couple hundred bucks to GH4s. Um, but I would recommend iPhone or if you're trying to record the audio from the live stream, just even like a XLR right into the microphone directly into the soundboard. Um, if you don't want to go the whole, um, what do you call it? Wireless route. But yeah. What do you, what would you suggest Albert? Like, um, you know, for those people that are not curious, they just need to get it done. I mean, would they try to find somebody that's young and charging that knows all this stuff? Or is this a position that they start hiring part time with? You know, I mean, like what what was your feelings about that from, you know, just on a, a staff point of view? Uh, one of the things that I like to do is I like to put the youth to work. Uh, you find a couple of youngsters. And, you know, the ones that, the, the ones that are more media savvy are the ones that are doing this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because they're taking pictures all day and they're taking videos all day and they're streaming them and they're, they're posting them and they're adding descriptions to that. And it's like, well, okay, look, here's, you've, you've managed to get a skill set. Now let's put it to work for the Lord Amen. and get them involved. Uh, you know, ad, ask around, just ask the congregation. Somebody may have a camcorder. Mm -hmm. that they're not using anymore and might just be willing to bring up there uh mm -hmm. somebody may have some of this equipment what we're talking about like with the very very the the bunt there are actually microphones that you can get that'll plug directly into like an iphone it'll have a little lightning connector and it's a small microphone and you can plug it directly into it so you could have a little shotgun boom mic that just points out and would add a little bit better quality so say you had the i the phone sitting up in front of the the pasture even with that little microphone, the audio is going to be exponentially better. 
just because if you think about when you look at your phone, your microphones are facing down. You know, when it's in, there's nothing on the glass, there's nothing in the front. So even when you're talking, it's kind of catching the sound in a roundabout way where it's coming in through under it. So it's really catching the ambient sound of your voice, not necessarily your voice. So what this would do would capture the sound directly from you. So as you're speaking, it's going directly into the mic and that kind of working its way around into the microphone. And that's why a lot of times when we when we do a stream, we'll see a great picture because Eric's absolutely right. Uh, iPhones have 4K now, you know, Androids have 4K now and they shoot in these great resolutions, but their microphones haven't improved. They have a great microphone if you're talking right into it or doing an interview and it's sitting on a table right in front of you. But if you're more than a couple of feet away, it, it's gonna pick up everything in the room. So what the, these little shotgun microphones do is that they only pick up sound on the very tip. So uh, as the sound is coming in, it's it's reverberating through the microphone and going into the wire, not capturing everything around you. So that's why, you know, when you see these streams, you may hear somebody coughing, you may hear paper shoveling, people walking, doors closing. And that's just because it's capturing all the sound around, not directly in front of it. So that's that's an option that we could do. Just that, that's the bunt. You know, you want to get going. I don't want to learn about all this stuff. I don't want to deal with it. We but we need it. What well, what do I do? Yeah. Use your phone and just get yourself one of those inexpensive microphones. Those are about thirty to forty dollars, okay. and you can find those on Amazon and and a whole bunch of places. Yeah, and you'll see it on there. It was this, like twelve. Yeah, go oh, ahead. I was going to say, it was like 12 years ago. Uh, yeah, I was in my youth group and my pastor gave me a camera and said, hey, can you take pictures of the service and record it? And I did, and I fell in love with it. And that's how I actually got started into video editing and, and digital wow. stuff. So it's like hey, the youth, the youth, they're technologically sound and they they want they want stuff to do. So, I mean, that's a great, great thing you're saying, Albert. You know, well, a cool thing about that. Oh, sorry, sorry to interrupt, Chad. Uh, something that Eric just said. Um, one of our church plants that I had a church review with just a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about that and he was in the same boat. He had started streaming. He's, he's in a little town just North of ours. And uh, he was, he didn't have anybody to run it. So he went and grabbed a couple of the youth and said, Hey, uh, I need you. I need your help. Uh, this church planter. Well, they started helping. They loved it. And then they, the other kids that were there started noticing the youth that were up in the sound booth helping and they said, hey, we want to help too. How do we be part of the church? So he said, hey, we need ushers. So these youth came up and they were ushers. And they just started filling in all these different gaps because they saw their friends serving and enjoying it. And they wanted to be part of it. Yeah. And now as part of that, some of these, some of these uh, youth that were up in the sound booth started inviting their friends because they wanted their friends to come and see what they were doing. Hey, come check out what I'm doing. I'm running the stream at our church check this out. And then other youth started coming in and he's like, we had this influx of youth all because, you know, we put two of them in the sound booth yeah. and they started inviting their friends and then their friends wanted to get involved. And now they're not suffering for, for ushers or for help because they have, yeah. you know, they have these people there. That, that's probably one of the most powerful ideas uh, that we've shared. You guys have shared is just gathering some other youth together, letting them know, um, even setting up chairs and cords and plugging in things. I've talked mm -hmm. to a guy who now has his own business and um, it's full-time income and he's had it for 20 years, but he started volunteering for three or four years. 
um, just plugging in cords and showing up for setup. And because he was so diligent with that now, he has his own um, business to do that for other churches and so forth. And we are excited to help you with that at Saba. These guys are very, very um, ready to rock and roll on the tech side. I'm ready to help wherever I can. Um, you know, so whether your old stuff, if you want to be able to send it our way and we can redistribute it out, or whether you need some expert advice, that's what we're here for on the digital dive. Dr. Uh, Dr. Horn has a great heart for the future and for helping all the association churches be able to step forward. And that's why we're excited to be able to serve in that area. Next week, we're going to cover, we're going to take it up a notch. You know, we're going to get out of the bunt stages. I might cover some bunt stages about maybe church planting and getting out of there, not, not so digital stuff. But these guys, eventually, we're going to start covering some stuff about some home run things and growing it up a little bit into what it could look like in the future. But uh, for the digital dive, if you get a chance to share it, like it, comment it, we appreciate that. Guys, any last words as we wrap it up here? Have a great, great week.